I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World. The Labor Department said today that U.S. job creation slowed down in August. That puts more pressure on President Obama and other policymakers to come up with new ways to stimulate the economy. Well, officials in China are feeling similar pressure. Two surveys out this week say China's manufacturing sector is shedding jobs. That's partly due to lower demand from Europe, to rising costs in China, and a stronger Chinese currency. Few places have been hit harder than the factory town of Dongguan. That's in Guangdong province. The world's Mary Kay Magstead went to a garment-making district there. In this wholesale garment market, sales girls lean on piles of clothes and chat with each other. There aren't many customers. Many say sales are down 30 or 40 percent compared to a year or two ago. Ufang Ming says her sales of kids' jeans, mostly to Southeast Asia, are down by half. She and her husband have owned the factory that makes these jeans for eight years, and she says it's never been as bad as this. Ufang Ming says the cost of labor and fabric are going up. China's strength in currency makes her overseas clients complain that they can't make a profit if she doesn't lower her price. So she has, and now, she says, she's barely making a profit. Not even after moving her factory to a poorer province, where wages are half what they are here in Dongguan. The pinch is being felt all over Human, a district of Dongguan with 2,300 garment factories. Hundreds have already closed. Lu Chun, the local government's point person on the garment industry, says these are tough times. She says our industry is going through a very painful stage right now. We need to export less and sell more at home, and we have to make that change urgently. And that's not the only change Lu thinks is needed. She says with labor costs rising, garment factories have to either automate or treat their workers better or both. And they need to make higher quality, better designed goods that can bring a higher profit margin. One company that started small in Dongguan and has now opened an office in the much bigger city of Shenzhen is trying to do exactly that. It's still a work in progress. The building where the offices are is still under construction. But Luo Guanyuan has big dreams for his company, Jirda Garments. He says, we want to build a relationship with our customers and offer them quality products. We don't want them to just look and say, oh, these are pretty close. We want them to think they're buying something of value. The goal is to build a brand, a brand respected in China and around the world. That's something very few Chinese companies have yet achieved. But Law at least seems to know the path his company needs to travel to get there. He says, first, you need to be honest with other people and with yourself. You need to take a good hard look at your strengths and your weaknesses, play to your strengths and work on your weaknesses. And you have to treat your team with respect so they'll respect the brand and the brand will earn respect from customers. Which all sounds great, but this is a new route for most of China's manufacturing sector. Factories churning out toys, clothes, and shoes were content in the past to rake in profits by manufacturing cheaply and anonymously for foreign brands. They helped fuel China's double-digit annual economic growth for much of the past decade. Now, growth is at 7.6 percent, still high for most places in the world, but low for China. So the national government just approved 25 new subway projects around the country as a stimulus move. 
That might bump up growth in the short term, but economists have long been warning about the limited shelf life of China's current model of growth, which favors state enterprises and state-led infrastructure spending at the expense of building a stronger consumer economy. Dongguan's government has seen the future and knows it can't be like the past. The district of Hunan may remain a center for garment sales, but it hopes for higher-end designer fashions. And Dongguan is reaching for something more. After years of great effort, this slick promotional video is for a new innovation park on the banks of Songshan Lake. It's pleasant and green, and has started to attract established companies and startups. One person working here is Shui Liang Huang. He used to help Japanese investors set up factories in Dongguan. Now he's CEO of a biopharmaceutical startup looking to produce a cure for diabetes. I ask if he thinks this innovation park could become a new Silicon Valley for China. <laughs> he says, "I don't think that's going to happen. It's not just that Dongguan has a long way to go from its scruffy factory town origins." It's that the government still throws money at big companies that are already successful, and not at small startups where there's a risk. He says the government always wants to add more flowers to something that's already beautiful, but we don't get much notice from them. Back in the wholesale market, Wu Fangming sits among her piles of unsold jeans and knows she's on her own. With sales down 50 percent, I ask her, "What's her plan?" My plan, she asks. My plan is to try to ride this out a few more months, maybe a year. If orders don't pick up by then, I'll have to think of another plan. The signs are that she'd best start thinking. For the world, I'm Mary Kay Magstad, Human, Dongguan, China. Mary Kay sent us a slideshow. It's at theworld.org.